Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Munson Med Talks. I'm Laura Glenn. I'm Christine Nefsi. I'm Joe Santangelo. We hope this podcast brings value to your daily practice and keeps you updated on what's new at Munson Healthcare. Please subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. Thanks and enjoy. Welcome and thank you for joining us. I'm Dr. Christine Nefsi, Chief Medical Officer of Munson Healthcare and host of today's Munson Med Talks podcast. We took a break from the podcast during our most recent COVID-19 surge, and we are so happy to be back. Today, I am joined by three guests from the Thomas Judd Care Center, Heidi Lovey, Community Health Specialist, Victoria Camarada, Patient Care Manager, and Sean Kintai, Nurse Practitioner at the clinic. The Thomas Judd Care Center has been working diligently to expand awareness of their services through outreach and education. And today, they're going to talk to us about current initiatives along with resources that the Thomas Judd Care Center has to offer your patients in the Munson Healthcare region. To kick us off today, Heidi's going to give you some background on the clinic, provide some recent trends and stats, and tell us how the pandemic has been impactful in the work that they do. Heidi. Thank you for having us. Um, So the Thomas Judd Care Center was founded about 28 years ago in honor of a local man who contracted HIV and became a leading advocate in our region. We've grown to become a leader in HIV care and education and resources uh, for the Northern Michigan region. We service all the counties that Munson provides services for, and we work closely with infectious disease offices, including McLaren, Rosebush Clinic, and the ID clinic here at Munson. So we do a variety of things. We, for those living with HIV, we provide resources for those folks as well. We do testing and we do outreach and education. Currently we have about 150 clients that we're serving. uh, And our goal with those clients is to make sure that they are engaged in their medical care and We also work to identify those who are HIV positive and keep them virally suppressed and engaged in medical care. Of our around 150 clients right now, almost all of them are virally suppressed. So we are meeting our goals. We're close to 100%, which we're thrilled about. It's one of the highest success rates in the state. Um, So that's quite thrilling for us. So I think what we're doing is working. One of the trends that we see going on is uh, maybe missed opportunities for screening for HIV. We're really hoping that by us putting ourselves out there, doing outreach and education to all of the regions in the area, uh, people will keep HIV closer to the forefront when they're doing testing and screening. Uh, That way we can make sure people are receiving the care that they need. Another trend that we've seen recently with COVID is that uh, people are getting more used to doing the virtual appointment thing. And we hope that continues because in our rural region, it makes things a lot easier for us to visit with some of our clients in outlying areas. So that's sort of what we have going on in a nutshell. Thanks, Heidi, for that summary. And it's a lot. Um, I did just want to ask you a couple of questions. Um, You mentioned outreach uh, in some of the rural areas. I do want to uh, make the point for our listeners that while the Thomas Judd Clinic is based in Traverse City, you provide services across the Munson Healthcare System, correct? 
Correct. We do. All 30, I believe 30 counties that Munson services, we service as well. So our reach is very broad. And we're That's the only, organi- only agency that does what we do in the region. Right. And it's important work. And I want to make the point, you know, other than that great work that you just summarized around um, outreach and management and education um, for patients with HIV, I wondered if we could talk about some of the other great work you guys are doing. So, Sean, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the street outreach program you guys are running? This fall, we applied for some some minor funding to start working with um, street outreach at Goodwill to start expanding testing to um, the homeless population. At that point, we discovered there's a street medicine group here in Traverse City and have kind of joined the multi-agency collaborative to, to try to bring services to the homeless population and especially Traverse City at this point with hoping to expand to further out of the Traverse City region. Basically, what has ended up happening is that Victoria and I go to Central Michigan United Methodist Church, who holds a free breakfast. And what we do there is offer HIV testing to any patients. We kind of do a risk assessment to to see if anything else, any other medical needs are going on, if they're missing prescriptions that they normally take, if they're feeling ill, if they need um, help figuring out where to get medical care in addition to the HIV test. And then, so we address all those needs. And generally what happens when we get there is I kind of go around and see who has any medical needs today. And then if nobody has why Victoria does controls on HIV tests. And then, so in the collaborative, we have the Travers Health Clinic the Northwest Michigan Health Services and um, Munson Family Practice and Goodwill Street Outreach have really been a saint trying to help us connect with these people. This is a great program, I think, that really illustrates what you can accomplish when a community comes together. Um, Definitely. So a lot of people with with, uh, different skill sets that reach uh, what's, I'd say, a a broad community that really is in need of that care. Uh, Definitely. So that's awesome that you guys are are part of that effort. Yeah. And I think what Victoria and I have found is that the people that we are testing at these at the site are much more high risk than our normal population that come into the clinic to get tested for HIV. We do provide an incentive, but that kind of gives them an excuse to say, I'm just getting HIV tested. So they don't, everybody doesn't think they have it. Um, so I can get the card. But there's so high risks, IV drug use, um, substance abuse, sexual activity, very high, high risk people that definitely need additional testing and screening. So right now, those services really are, I think, given within the Traverse City community, that geographic area. Can you tell us a little bit more about work that's being done um, to perhaps expand that outside of the Traverse City area? With Munson Family Practice, I know that Dr. Klee and the residents are needing more time with the street outreach, with their education. And so they're going to be expanding a little bit. And then we've gotten a van 
that they're going to be able to run a clinic out of, which we're hoping that's going to really let this, us get into the out-county areas because that would just make it just much more easy to have your supplies with you and have a space to um, see people in and provide some more consistent ongoing care. Yeah, so that's the Traverse Health Clinic uh, mobile medical unit, right, that you're referencing? Yeah. Um, So yeah, that would be a a great resource to use as we continue to expand. But, you know, I I know we have a lot of listeners outside of the Traverse City area, so I know that they would be interested in uh, what we can provide um, in some of our outlying communities as well. How would you say that your outreach has been perceived within the community? I think really well. I Pastor Jane at the Central United Methodist loves having us there. She likes to have medical staff in case anything's going on. One day we um, had a seizure and had to call 911, so they didn't have to take care of that. And then uh, it's been a really great to, to collaborate with the other agencies, especially when our patients go back and forth to these different um, programs. We've been able to get one of my, my patients that I've seen for a long time, more coordinated care with Goodwill, with the street outreach. So I feel like the community as a whole is seeing this as a very positive piece of this program. That's awesome. So, you know, we, we just spent some time talking about that outreach. And Victoria, I wonder if you can tell us a little bit more about at-home outreach, because Heidi, you mentioned, you know, the telemedicine, and I know that all, everybody listening knows that uh, throughout the pandemic, you know, our use of virtual healthcare and that kind of thing has greatly expanded. So can you tell us a little bit about how you are using that technology and then also uh, just the, uh, that new approach of home outreach, in particular for the work that you do around HIV. In light of COVID, there were not as many tests coming in the office at all. In fact, there was a period of time where we weren't able to allow people to come in at all for testing. And across the state of Michigan, HIV testing was down. So the state of Michigan came up with this opportunity to provide at-home testing kits. So it's an Orishore swab and essentially someone clicks either the link that they see um, virtually or they can scan a QR code and it takes them to this demographic page where they fill out basically a mailing address and some base. We want to know where they heard about it so that we can continue to advertise that way. And the test comes right home to them. I think it's a great time to do that because many of us are familiar with doing COVID tests at home as well. So um, it's an antigen um, swab that they can do right in their nose. They get the results right there. They mail back in the results and takes away, I guess, the barrier that someone may not go face-to-face because they're worried about who they'll see. So it's just another opportunity for people to get tested. So if I was a provider and I wanted to let either a particular patient or a particular population know about this option, what would I tell them? It's a great question. So we've printed up these cards and we would love to mail them to any provider's offices that are interested in it. So if someone, um, if an office was interested in holding these cards um, that they could pass out to patients, they could call our front desk 
The number is 935-7548. And we can mail them right to their office to have at hand to pass out to patients. And then if I happen to be a, a patient that heard this, where could I go if my physician doesn't have cards in their office or how would I access this resource? There's a couple ways. You can find it right on our website. Um, you can call our front desk. We, um, we're able to do testing right here in our office as well. Basically, if people can get to us, we can get the testing to them or can like coordinate them with someone who can do the testing in their area. Like Heidi had mentioned, we cover you know, 30 counties. So it's not always easy for them to drive to Traverse City to get a free HIV test, but we can mail it. And I would assume that the health department knows about this too, right? That they can they can refer Absolutely. their constituents there. Okay. Yeah, we work really closely with the Grand Traverse um, Health Department. We, they refer to us, we refer to them mm-hmm. pretty readily. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then our other health departments too, you know, Benzie Leelanau and Health District 10, all that. I do Northwest. know that District Health Department 10 is doing um, the mail kits as well. I'm not sure. Heidi, do you know if Benzie is as well? I'm not sure if they are or not. I really don't know. I think everyone has the opportunity to do it if they want. Great. Well, you know, we just got to meet people where they are, right? As as much as we can get this out, the, the better. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I know one thing that at least, you know, some people were aware of from the infectious disease perspective is that there was uh, recently an outbreak in Kalkaska. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about that and maybe how a program like this with a, an at-home mailing uh, test can help in that kind of situation? Yeah. So we've spent a lot of time problem solving this because we wanted to make sure that testing was available for everyone. Um, and Kalkaska County is a very rural area. Um, not everyone's comfortable going in and disclosing all of their risk factors to their providers. We wanted to make it as anonymous and confidential as possible in that they may not have to tell anyone without you know, seeing someone face-to-face saying, ah, I'm sleeping outside of my relationship. I need a test. It's been a really great opportunity to, to offer testing in a way where they don't have to do it face-to-face. Great. Thank you so much. And Heidi, I know we started with you and we're going to end with you as well. If you could just tell us a little bit about the upcoming Northern Michigan HIV Summit. It would be my pleasure to do so. So we kind of see this as our signature um, event that we do. This will be our eighth year holding the Northern Michigan HIV Summit. It's our second year doing it virtually. The attendance keeps growing every year. We do this the state of Michigan is very is our main funder at Thomas Shedd Care Center, and they're very excited that we offer this opportunity every year uh, geared toward educating providers in our region, all of northern Michigan, and also just the general public. Any sort of service provider that may encounter people who are at risk for contracting HIV or who encounter people living with HIV, like folks who work at shelters or Uh, first responders, teachers, even, you know, we just want to sort of cover the gamut of, of professions. Um, We even, some of our clients even attend out of curiosity because we do provide a lot of cool, interesting information. This year, uh, the 
The summit will be held on May 9th virtually. Again, registration is required. It's free. We have some exciting speakers, three this year. We have the Cancer Prevention and Control person who works with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Benjamin Rapp. He's talking about people with HIV getting screened for cancer um, and that effort that the state is champion championing currently. We also have the CDC's director of the National Center for HIV Prevention. He's this nationally recognized expert on HIV prevention, Dr. Dimitri Daskalaxis. And I feel horrible because I think I slaughter his name every time. I will practice way before then. Um, you can call him Dr. D. I'm going to call him Dr. <laughs> D and he'll love it. Um, and then um, our keynote speaker this year is Peter Gallagher, who's an actor, uh, has had a long career in film, theater, and television is currently guest starring on Grey's Anatomy. I think a lot of people know him that way, but he has been touched personally by HIV AIDS over the years in the entertainment industry and has become an advocate in the area. And he's just a wonderful storyteller. We're really excited to have him. People who have the opportunity to do Q&A with all of our speakers at the end. People can register at the Thomas Judd Care Center's website. We have a link directly there. Uh, and we're real excited this year. That's great. That sounds like an exciting event. And I know for providers, they'll be curious, is there CME attached to this? There are. There are CMEs. There are uh, social work pending as well. But yes, that's a free opportunity for folks to take advantage of that as well. That's awesome. So so free and virtual with CME and then really a broad audience of anybody who in a professional capacity um, helps uh, uh, patients with HIV and then patients too, if they're interested. That's right. It's open to okay. the community. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Well, before we cl- close up, anything uh, else that the three of you would like our uh, provider community to know? I was thinking the Grand Rounds that's coming up, that's going to be ran by Henry Ford. Yeah, Henry Um, Ford is going to be doing the Grand Rounds on April 29th in conjunction with MDHHS in regards to just simple screening, ruling out risk factors and testing for any patients that are coming in or being seen. Okay, great. So two events where uh, people can learn more about uh, managing this population. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. And thank you especially to Heidi, Sean, and Victoria for joining us today and uh, giving us all this really great information about the awesome work uh, done through the Thomas Judd Care Center. If you have any additional questions, please reach out to them. I think we learned a lot of information available just on their website. And I'm sure now that we're getting back to normal, they'd love to even see you in the clinic. Thank you all for listening to today's episode.